You ever think about getting remarried? My wife's dead. Hence the word remarried. She's dead. Yeah. Well, I think that's a super philosophy, Sean. I mean, that way you could actually go through the rest of your life without ever really knowing anybody. And that's from Goodwill Hunting. That's one of those very poignant moments. And, you know, if you have the, the awful situation in your life where you've lost a loved one, if it's, a say, it's your partner, your wife, your husband, or a partner, can you pick up the pieces after you let yourself grieve and consider companionship again? And maybe you don't want to get married. Maybe you just want female or male companionship in your life. Maybe you do want to get married, and then you need to deal with, am I betraying my uh, my wife who died, or my husband who died, or partner who died? You need to deal with those issues and figure out if you can keep that value in your life, because you're still alive. And there's no reason why you can't have companionship in love. And it's not betraying the other person, although you would need to see that firsthand for yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and this is an opportunity for you to pick up the phone and call me and ask me any question you would ask a counselor or a therapist. And although I can't be your therapist, it is free advice, and uh, maybe it will help you think about a problem you're having in a different in a different way that's helpful. And it can be problems with your in-laws, problems with your kids, you know, maybe they're driving you crazy, or maybe you want to connect and don't know how, and feel like you've been uh, trying the same method over and over again, and it's not working. Maybe it's a romantic issue. Uh, Could be that your partner has cheated on you, and later in the show we'll be talking about this. How do you deal with your own emotions? If you discover that your partner has betrayed you, maybe it was a one-night stand, maybe it was a longer affair, how do you absorb the blow? And what are some self-nurturing techniques that will help you minimize things that you could do to harm yourself? You know, when you're real angry, when you're really hurt, when your world feels like it just was shaken to to the core, how do you deal with that? How do you pick up the pieces? If you find yourself wanting to rip up your partner's clothes and throw them out on on the lawn, how do you instead minimize anything harmful and deal with it realistically so you can feel proud of the way you manage it? And how can you communicate about an affair? Do you share the graphic details with your partner or not? And what damage could that do? And what questions would a therapist explore with a couple who's dealing with infidelity? And that's our topic later in the show. I will be talking with Dr. Tiffany Kistler. She's an expert on couple and family therapy and the co-founder of the Psychological Center for Sexual Health in Rhode Island. So stay tuned for that. And here's a question I received from a 19-year-old woman. And... Uh, Think of what you might tell her. Her name's Megan. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I'm 19 years old and wondering if I was, was sexually abused. I am not depressed and I have no psychological condition that I know of. Since early childhood, I've had severe stomach problems and difficulty sleeping. People thought I was sexually abused when I was around three because I began showing sexual behaviors. I used to have frequent nightmares revolving around dominating evil women and weak men that emotionally, 
physically and sexually abused me. My dreams show me that I fear and hate women and feel betrayed by weak men. I do have a very harsh, unkind, critical mom. She is a very strong person and my father is a very weak person, so I, I've been seeking out strong men my whole life because I feel protected by them. I don't remember any sexual abuse, but my mom was emotionally abusive, and I think I'm just a victim of her abuse. The adults who knew me best as a child, including my mom, thought I was sexually abused, but they didn't know who could have done it, and it keeps me wondering. I'm a girly girl, but in the past year, I've only had male friends, but since the pa until the past year, I've only had male friends. I'm very interested in men romantically, but I've only had one serious relationship. It went very well. No sexual inhibitions. I felt very free and at ease. However, I feel like I have some secret locked away, and I don't know what it is. Thanks, Megan. Megan, it's always hard to deal with that feeling of, oh my God, could it be true that I was sexually abused? It sounds like the parts of your life that are a little bit shaky may need tending to. You may want to ask yourself some questions or even get maybe a couple of therapy sessions and see where it goes to find out about the damage your mother did. Because even if you weren't sexually abused, you know you had a critical, harsh, overbearing mother. And you know you had a meek father. And so those dynamics can play into your view of women. In fact, I was a, I was a little bit touched by the fact that you um, emailed me a question because I'm a woman. <laughs> and you said, I fear and hate women. So I'm very happy to know that you don't fear and hate all women. I think that's very good that you can keep that perspective. Um, with sexual abuse, I mean, I worked with many highly, highly abused, uh, sexually abused children for a period of time um, uh, many years ago. And the telltale signs, I mean, they were, they had sexual knowledge at such a young age that was so age inappropriate. And, you know, at three, four, five years old, it was awful, the graphic details that they knew. However, kids around the age of three can have age-appropriate, if you want to call it sexual behavior, you can, they're not sexual, but they might touch their private parts and find, you know, like they would t rub their tummy, why not? They could rub their private parts, big deal. That doesn't mean that it's sexual activity, so I don't know what the adults were observing, um, but that, that, you know, that's one area of exploration. However, I'm not big on fishing for sexual abuse. If it comes out naturally, if, if you were in therapy talking about your mother and something came out, then that's one thing. You know, if you remembered a babysitter or maybe a family member, that's one thing. But to fish for it, I think you torture yourself unnecessarily. Um, in terms of, um, uh, in, in terms of your stomach problems and your nightmares, they could all be due to your mom's harsh treatment and your dad's meekness. In fact, many times people are more upset with the healthier parent, the one that's not abusing your father in this case, because he could stand up to your mother. He's an adult. You're three years old. How can you stand up to her? So uh, you, that um, 
that's another question mark for me, you know, in terms of your relationship with your parents. Do you have some feelings towards your father that you're a bit upset with him? Also, kids can pick up sexual content. You had said you had sexual content in your dreams, which is puzzling to me. But they can pick up sexual content from the Internet or seeing something on movie on TV that their parents might be watching. So I don't know whether or not, obviously, I couldn't tell you in one phone call whether you were abused. But I would say the fact that you have a very nice relationship with a young man and your sexuality seems healthy and thriving, I would say that enjoy that. Move forward. I mean, if you need to repair the past, fine, but it sounds like you've got a lot going for you and enjoy that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Toll free, one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. If you have a question for me, that's toll free, one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner. Well, folks, if you're planning on going vacation or maybe you're just looking for a new book to read, pick up The Selfish Path to Romance with Dr. Ellen Kenner and with Dr. Edward Locke. The book is so important for those who seek a healthy, loving relationship. Are you someone that always seems to choose the wrong person? Well, then you need to read this book. Or maybe you just want to improve your relationship, understanding what sex is good and why it's good. Perfect book for anyone making a change in a relationship. Maybe you're going to explore a dating service. Learn how to avoid making bad romantic choices. Maybe you have a family member who's coming out of a difficult relationship. Why not get the book for them? Dr. Kenner explains why your need should be met and why it's so important for someone to be comfortable, love themselves before they can love another. Stop watching everyone else be happy. Chapter 1 is free online at drkenner.com. This could change your life. Stop settling. Start enjoying your life of romance and passion. The Selfish Path to Romance, available on Amazon right now.